and welcome back to the Promethean Perspective. I'm so excited about today's episode. We're going to be examining our social media intake. I think it's super important to stop and look at the way we're spending our minutes and of course spending our lives. I think this is a super important topic and I'm thrilled for the ride. Come along guys. lately have been all about my family what can i say though god's glorious blessings have been bestowed upon my family lately and i just have to talk about them because god is so amazing and he's doing so many wonderful things and it's so important to me to focus on what he's doing right here and right now and appreciate the gifts that he's giving me this past week was my dad's birthday and it sounded so weird saying dad because i don't ever call my father dad i call him like daddy o or like you know daddy or i don't ever call him dad i think that's a little too formal anyways his birthday was this past week and it was so so nice to celebrate him and to appreciate him as a human my dad is a living walking saint he is proof that um discipleship of jesus in a real radical way is is a can and is a reality he devotes himself so generously to society, to our family, to his job, to his prayer life, to his RCA class. He just pours out his heart in service to God. It is absolutely amazing. And I know um, anybody can say a lot of nice things about anybody. It doesn't necessarily make him true. But I guarantee you that if you were to spend 12 minutes with my dad, you would understand that this is who he is. He is generous. He is probably the most humblest people, humblest person you will ever meet in your life. He is so, so humble. And I have to say, include mom in this too, because they just really compliment each other. They're just, they're amazing. They're going to be like <laughs> the next couple saints, <laughs> like us, like um, Therese's parents, for sure. They are definitely on their way to sainthood. I'm not just saying these nice things because they're my parents. Like, I truly mean them. They are amazing role models, and I'm so blessed to have Daddy-O as my father and to have his guidance and his light in my life, and I'm just really thankful to God for giving him to me, and um, it was super, super awesome to celebrate him as a person. And I was telling Mom the other day that I think I just need to figure out and go ahead and start the papers for his canonization process so that, you know, whenever he does pass away, we can go ahead and start the canonization process, like, right away because, guys... He is a living, walking saint, um, not because his story has been flawless, not because his story is perfect, not because he's perfect, but because he believes in a perfect God, and he believes that God can do all things, and he's given his life over to God, and it's just, it's such a gift to me to be able to have that role model in my life, to be able to see him every day, has a father, has a servant, has my daddy Oh, so happy birthday, daddy, I love you. doing lovely people I sometimes get behind this microphone and I think about you like I think about the person listening to this I think about what you're doing I think about what you look like what your voice sounds like and maybe a little creepy at hearing that at first but I think about who this podcast is reaching who this is touching and I care about you and I hope that you are doing well and I'm praying for you in whatever walk of life God has you in right now whoever um you find yourself being challenged, wherever you find yourself being overwhelmed with blessings. Um, I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you, and I'm praying for you, even though I don't technically know you. 
And I just want to thank you for the support of who you are, listening to this podcast. And I, I want to affirm your beauty and your goodness as being a created as a child of God. I want to affirm that in you. And I want to tell you that you are so stunningly valuable and that God loves you so very much. And maybe you just needed this reminder today. Maybe that's why God placed that on my heart to say that just there. But um, I just want you to know that. I just want to be a, a reminder to you that you you have such amazing value. You are so beautiful and you have a purpose that God, God will use you to fulfill in extraordinary ways. So yeah, I hope you're doing well. I'm really excited about today's episode. <coughs> and I know I say that about almost basically every single episode. But I'm actually excited to do these podcasts because sometimes I'm like, what am I even going to talk about? Like, what do people even want to hear? And just a topic will come up and I'm like, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that. And so hopefully you guys are enjoying these topics that I've been choosing. I loved recording them. Um, I hope that I'm, you know, not the only one that's enjoying glorious weather right now. The sun is shining so vibrantly. And I just love these kind of days on the farm. I love every day on the farm, but this past week we've had some really, really torrential rain where, you know, everything was super, super muddy, super, super slick. Um, We couldn't really do a ton outside without getting soaked to the bone and super muddy and wet. And, like, we couldn't ride the horses or anything because just everything's super wet and it's not safe to do a lot of that kind of stuff. But I think it's a reminder for us just to slow down stop and to appreciate the goodness that God gives us on a daily basis. So today the sun is shining vibrantly and he's like, yo, I'm here. Come out, enjoy me, do what you got to do. So I was helping mama in the garden earlier today and she planted some winter crops at the beginning of this fall. And so we're getting a bunch of kale right now and her rosemary is just taking off and we got some sugar snap peas, which we enjoyed for lunch, and I just love being able to get out and enjoy God's glorious world that he gave us. So yeah, today has been a glorious day, and I hope that wherever you are and whatever you're doing, you're enjoying the glorious day that God has placed in front of you. Today's episode is going to be about ways to get motivated when you haven't been for a while, okay? So if you just start with that first word, motivated, you look it up in the dictionary, you're automatically going to find the definition, which means having an incentive or a strong desire to do well or succeed in some pursuit. Now, I think being motivated is extremely important, especially being a motivated person, because a person who is motivated is a person of hope, and a person who is pursuing the good, true, and beautiful, and a person whose goal ultimately is heaven. And a person who has that motivation can and will change lives. But you have to start with your own first, okay? So being a motivated person ultimately enables us to um, accomplish the tasks of our true vocation and of the goals that God desires us to fulfill. So being motivated allows us to be generous, allows us to be self-giving, and allows us to be it allows us to basically be lost unto ourselves and to die unto ourselves so we can live for Christ from a place of abundance. So. Step number one, I would say, for um, in regards to this topic of how to get motivated, would be initially examine your motives. So before we get into this, um, we must distinguish good and bad motivations. And I know good and bad are pretty, in the grammar world, they're, ha- <laughs> I guess you could say banned words, <laughs> but we're going to use them for this example. Um, 
you must distinguish between the good and bad motivations. And a great way to discern this would be asking yourself the why behind our action. And this kind of ties into one of our previous episodes we did about the object intent and circumstances. This really helps you understand why you're doing what you're doing, when you're doing, where you're doing, etc., etc. So just asking yourself the why behind your actions. What is your motivation? As a Catholic, as a Christian, our motivation should ultimately be to seek God, to know him, and to love him with our strength. And I know that's beautiful, and you're like, oh, that was so lovely. Those are not my words. They're from the catechism, and they are the first paragraph in the catechism. And so they've obviously got some great merit to them if they are the um, beginning of such a fabulous book. So um, all we basically... At the end of the day, what we should ultimately be motivated by is the reality of, of knowing, loving, and serving God in this life, in heaven on earth, so that we can know, love, and serve him in hel- heaven. It's about understanding what his voice sounds like, knowing what his work looks like, so that whenever he um, chooses to call you down a, a certain path to himself, you will know that's the hand of God at work again. Because I've seen that before. I know what his work looks like. That's the voice of God again. I know what that sounds like because I've heard it in prayer. So it's so important to get to know the God who um, gives us life. Also, it's important to remember that motivation is more than a feeling. Uh, I think so often people go in ways of feeling motivated and unmotivated. And some days they feel like they can accomplish anything. And while other days they feel weak and unmotivated and uninspired. Something that I think really helps is when you do your daily tasks, when, when you decide to do daily tasks and complete your goals, regardless of how you feel, okay? Well, it can be arguable, uh, argued that, you know, feelings are good and important and, you know, helpful. I would um, argue that feelings don't necessarily align with reality. And so when you complete a good action or, a, you know, a moral action or a, a productive action, regardless of how you feel, <laughs> you know, you're you, you are practicing discipline and you're using the gift of free will. And so, you know, if you need some inspiration, look to the saints. You know, they, they definitely help me in my own personal daily task, in my own personal daily goals. You know, regardless of how I feel, um, the saints show us how to um, live her life for something other than her. Instead of feeling what you, your own emotions, your own opinions, feel Christ's presence in, in your daily tasks. And, uh, and you look at St. Teresa of Calcutta, you know, a woman for most of her life didn't, I mean, she was very open about this. She didn't feel Christ's presence. She experienced a spiritual dry, dryness. But yet, look at what she was able to accomplish of, of service and charity because she was so motivated by love for Christ. And so while you may not always feel motivated or you may not always feel Christ's presence, you have to rest assured that you are, in fact, working towards becoming the best person that you can be, even in the midst of a uh, painful or dry, spiritually dry process. You know, even if, but but like if we are faithful to what we are um, being called to do, if we discipline our will through good actions and we faithfully strive towards our goals, we can and will see the fruit of God's incredible movement in our lives. And St. <laughs> Teresa of Calcutta is a perfect example of that. I mean, just look at the fruit of her life, okay? So <coughs> it's really important to get to the root. Is there something 
within you, something in life, something internal that's causing you to be unmotivated? Is there something that's ultimately blocking you or distracting you from striving towards heaven? So, you know, once a week, I think you should try to discern. (coughs) Sorry. Once a week, I think you should try to discern um, that for yourself. You know, and it can be as simple as, you know, the change in a season when you don't want to climb out of bed for an early morning, you know, uh, walk or or an early morning prayer time. It could be as complex and heavy as, you know, possibly losing a friend. And it just makes you feel like you don't want to accomplish any daily tasks. So whatever it is, make sure you take time, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, to get to the root of your lack of motivation. So when when you do this, you're able to address the issue instead of covering it up. And my dad always says, whatever is not in the light is in the dark. So if for whatever reason you're covering it up or not addressing it, then it is in the dark. And um, let's just put it this way. God does not work in the dark. He works in the light. God is the God of light. (laughs) Hence, let there be light. (laughs) Um, Spiritual direction, frequent confessions, prayer, they can definitely help you pinpoint what may be affecting you and discover uh, tangible ways to work through um, if you have a loss of motivation. Um, <clears throat> I also think it's important that you know your vocation. Um, I think a lot of us get really caught up in the vocation of like what I call little v vocation, like religious life or um, you know, a lay person or marriage or a teacher or whatever. Um, but I'm also talking about, I'm, I'm mainly talking about the vocation of love, the, the capital V vocation which we all have, because our vocation is our mission in life. It's what God made us to do. Clearly knowing what our vocation is will definitely allow you to order your life and your priorities. And it allows you to to discern what our tasks are, and it gives you the ability to um, provide meaning, or allow God to provide meaning, rather, um, to your life and focus the motivation behind your action. So John 10.10 says that, you know, when we understand and embrace and live out our vocation, you begin to live the abundant life. And that is something we're all called to, you know? We're all called to an abundant life. No one's excluded from that. And so knowing our universal uh, vocation of holiness to love and serve God, which is our primary vocation of the gift of ourselves, um, as married, religious, single, or consecrated, um, and our secondary vocation is... is um, say, our secondary vocations of, like, professional work in or out of the home will definitely help you discover your motivation and outline your goals. So make sure you define your vocation. Write down your duties, your um, agenda that goes with your vocation, and and set time aside for each of your daily tasks. If you're not putting the time aside, then they will never happen. Um, Also, set your goals and plan of action. Um, Clarity can bring freedom. So just asking yourself the simple question, what do you want? What are your desires? What are your dreams? What do you want from life? Uh, What do you want to give back to life? You know, questions like that will really allow you to establish goals, which in turn allows you to create meaning and attention and focus upon each day. And so you may feel much more, you know, energetic or motivated when you look forward to growing as an individual. And so I think that would help you want to be the best version of yourself, um, not for your own sake, but for God and for one another. And so setting goals is a way to accomplish this. So, you know, write down the goals you have in mind. You know, no goals, no goal is like too big or too small. And I I talked about this in like literally my second episode because it is such an important thing about your goals and your plan of action and your purpose. Um, 
So say, you know, it's a simple goal of folding your clothing right when it comes out of the dryer or, you know, or say it's a big goal of, uh, I don't know, any big goal out there that you'd, something you'd like to do, running a marathon, something like that. Spiritual pil pilgrimage, you know, um, whatever applies to you. Um, <coughs> it could be, you know, making it to daily mass. You know, that's why knowing our vocation is so important because it helps focus your goal as you set them. And so uh, what I would suggest doing is like every morning uh, is to write down three goals or, or even possibly the night. Write down three goals for the next day. And then also give yourself like 10 monthly goals to make um, if you're, say, married, make them with your husband. If you um, are, like, my age, make them with your parents. You know, s uh, inform your family of them. You know, you, whatever timeline you choose or however many timelines you choose, recommend, I, I highly recommend, you know, writing your goals down where you can see them and have, you know, the affirmation of checking them off when you complete them. Um, next, uh, set a routine. I've also talked about this, um, but... You know, it's really important to establish the rhythm. Routines create structure, space, um, you know, for your duties, for your tasks, for your free time, for your prayer life. But at the same time, it also allows room for the freedom to be spontaneous, flexible, flourish, and ultimately thrive as a human. You know, instead of thinking about our to-do list or being thrown into our day with no particular direction, you know, you need to know each task has a designated uh, time and that you are able to live fully and freely in the present moment. So um, also something that I've heard... Uh, phrase I've heard multiple times is it takes a village it, it is essential to surround yourselves with motivated like-minded people that's you know one of the many reasons why um, I kind of felt called to write this or to um, do this podcast is because um, that's I kind of want to be a source of inspiration to some people not because I have anything to offer but because God has a lot to offer and hopefully he can use me in some small way so even if you live you know, in a small community or you don't have any goal-oriented friends, just remember there's always opportunities, there are always platforms out there like Promethean Perspective where you can find an amazing community and hopefully similar people to walk, you know, along this path to eternity. Um, when you're part of a community and you surround yourselves with people who share the same goals and passions, you then have the opportunity to flourish comfortably. And also just remember that flourishing and um, gaining momentum in your motivation um, is not always going to be comfortable. Sometimes God does some really awesome things when you're <laughs> uncomfortable and you're not you're not okay with you know where He's calling you. Sometimes it it grows us in very very profound ways. So you know the root of happiness, you know the word happiness in Greek ultimately means to flourish. And so it's just a reminder that happiness, which we all desire, is ultimately found in flourishing for Christ's glory. You know it's also really good to remember that we have to be, in turn, a source of motivation for other people. And when we get to the root of our problems, work through them, when we fill ourselves with Christ through the sacraments, and we have a life in the church, and we discipline ourselves and our actions, you know, then you're able to give yourself to others from a place of abundance. And I, that's pretty much it for this episode. I kind of just wanted to give you all a pep talk and kind of pep talk myself at the same time. I have some good resources for yourself. The first one is... Um, Atomic Havocs by, uh, by, uh, what was it, who was it by? I don't remember. Oh, by James Clear, a really good book. And then there's also a book by um, Holly Perlot um, called The Mother's Rule of Life. And then uh, there's one other thing I wanted to share with you. 
Oh, oh, it's a really good idea to just have a planner. Just to have, you know, a planner or a whiteboard, something for you to write down your goals, to have some kind of, you know, affirmation when you just kind of, like, check off that little box. Like, oh, yeah, I just did that. <laughs> and then there's also deliverance prayers, um, specifically for use by the lady, by Father Chad um, Ripperger. So you're more than welcome to use any of those resources. I will leave them in the show notes down below so you can check them out and enjoy them. Um, but yeah, that's all for today's episode. I really wanted to talk about this episode just because, you know, we all need to remind it, be reminded sometime that life is supposed to be amazing. Life is supposed to be joyful. And so often God is, is doing that. And so often we're missing it because we chose to stay in bed rather than get out and enjoy the day. So get out there, enjoy the glorious sunshine, shine, sunshine, sunshine. <laughs> Why is that so hard to say? say? Enjoy the glorious sunshine and put a smile on your face so as to love unceasingly, guys. Until then, um, I hope that you guys reside in the presence of our precious Lord and that you feel the comfort of our Lady deep within your heart as she ramps, wraps you um, safely inside the folds of her mantle. And until then, remember how stunningly on this topic and until then god bless you